All right, now we've got Doug in Virginia on the line who seems to have gotten something on a hardwood floor that perhaps should not have been there. <laughs> What's going on? Uh, yeah, basically my wife and I are trying to restore a home we, that we purchased that was built in the 1950s. And we're currently working on the kitchen. And what we found was the, the floors had tiles put down in the 50s and they used a thick black cutback adhesive, like a, an asphalt adhesive. And so we got the tiles up, and we were we were working on getting that tar up, and we used a product called Citrus King. Yeah, it's an adhesive remover, right? Right, right. And it worked really, really good. Um, it, it brought the the tar right up, but uh, in the process, it made the wood wet. We, you know, we put it down, we got it up as fast as we could, but it did make it a little bit wet. Um, our flooring. Uh, finisher he was the original idea we were going to use um monocoat to finish the floors which is like a, a natural wood finish and an oil finish and when he realized we could use the product to strip the floors he did he felt that um that product wasn't going to work the monocoat wouldn't wouldn't work for a floor finish and so our our plan b was uh you know just a stain and a poly finish and he felt that um, the floor being having moisture in it, that the poly wouldn't stick. Well, look, if it has moisture in it, the moisture is not going to be in it permanently. It's going to evaporate out of it. Has the floor been sanded since the adhesive was pulled up? Uh, yeah, I sanded it um, over over the over this past weekend. Okay, and it looks good now. I mean, it looks like a clean, dry, sanded hardwood floor. Yeah, it looks pretty good. I mean, it's not it it doesn't look brand new, but we kind of like it. It has kind of a weathered weathered look to it, so we like it. Well, it sounds to me like this guy doesn't really want to do it anyway. <laughs> Maybe he's trying to talk <laughs> he's himself out of the for job. A way out. <laughs> but look, just because the floor got wet, as long as the floor's dried out, when when did you actually do the uh, the adhesive removal process? It's probably been two weeks ago. Okay, and so and, and you got up all of the moisture that was there and. And now it seems to have dried out real well. Yeah, I mean it feels dry uh, there for there for a little bit. Uh, you would see some dark spots on it, and you could sand them away, and they'd actually come back. And so I think that what you know the moisture was coming out of it. But I sanded it this past weekend, and since then it's it's remained the same color and and feels dry. Yeah, I mean I don't see any reason you can't go right to the finish coat on this. I think he's being a little overly cautious. I mean, he doesn't want to be responsible for having to do it twice. I can understand that. But if there's, you know, if there's any concern, then try finishing a section inside of a closet first and see how it goes. But I don't know why you need this guy to, to do the finishing. If, you're, if you've done all the sanding work, applying the finish is, uh, you know, the last step. Right. You know, you would apply it. If you're using a polyurethane, you apply that with a lamb's wool applicator. And that looks a bit like a, sort of a, a sponge mop, except it has a lamb's wool pad on it. You pour the urethane into a regular painting tray, and then you essentially mop it on. Now, did you mention that you wanted to stain? Uh, yeah, we'd like to stain first, yeah. So you have to stain first. Now, I will warn you that the stain, you could, if I was concerned about anything, it would be the uh, the rate of absorption of the stain because based on um, how much of that adhesive end, end up getting into the hardwood floor, some areas may not accept the stain as well as others. So I would be careful about the stain, and I would do that in an inconspicuous area first just to make sure it's going to go on as you expect it. But again, you could do that with a lamps applicator as well. Do you think that uh, like a, a preconditioner, I read about those, do you think a preconditioner would help that? Maybe, maybe, um, but it really depends on the condition. That Preconditioners usually go on raw wood, not 
pre-finished. Not fin- the wood's already been finished, which essentially this has because it has the adhesive on it. Do you have some places in this uh, in this floor layout where you could try it, like a closet? Uh, yeah, maybe. Well, it's just the kitchen, so maybe a little bit under where the cabinets will be installed, possibly there. Yeah, I would just try that and see how it see and just you know put it on carefully, and see if it seems to be absorbing evenly. That's my my only concern, especially if you're going darker, because if you get a section where there's still adhesive, it's not going to absorb, and it'll you'll end up having sort of blotches. And the poly, you, you feel pretty confident the poly should stick okay then too. Yes, I, I do feel pretty confident. If you sanded it and you, you got down to sawdust, I think the poly should stick fine. All right, great. All right, use make sure you use uh, the solvent-based polyurethane, not the latex-based, not the water-based. All right, well, thank you for your help. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at eight eight eight. Money Pit. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at BeatTheStigma.org.